my name is Coco Madari, and this is the Do Epic Shit Podcast, where I'm going to teach you how to combine your art, your activism, and your money making into one big, powerful, profitable business and life. Listen on to find out more. Hi, babes. Um, I am back from a half a month break. One thing that I love about um, myself and just about the business that I've created is that I really value and listen to my inner voice and my body and when my body is asking for a break, shutting down for, you know, reasons that I do know, and even reasons that I don't know. Maybe my body's preparing for the birth of something, um, something that's coming through. I just listen to it and trust it and ask myself what feels like, um, the break that I want to take, what feels scary for me to do and um taking that full month break without have full half month break without having any um plans for it it was um really uncomfortable but also really amazing and um so I'm back now and um really excited to be back I yesterday released my first song it's called honeycomb and um if you look up coco madari on spotify you'll find me find honeycomb listen to it follow me on spotify and you'll be able to get all of my new releases <gasps> so good i'm so excited and i'm performing honeycomb tonight um at a trans event in vancouver and um, I'll be performing my next song that I'm re- releasing next month. It's called The Time Is Now. And uh, yeah, I'm very, very excited for that. And um, I think that this music release um, really uh, complements very nicely the topic we're going to be talking about, which is the love triad, because I just released the song yesterday. It had zero listens. It ha- I had zero Spotify followers. And I just made one post saying that it was released and um i already have like 20 like last time i checked 29 monthly listeners and these are you know i have been looking into music marketing and there's so many options where you can actually like pay for um to get spotify followers you can pay to get your song on playlists and all of that stuff and you know i have zero problem with any of that but there's something about you know Having 29 Spotify followers that I know know me and love me and see me and are going to be fans for a long time and are genuinely excited to 
hear what is next. And I think that that is so valuable and like 10, 100 times more valuable than like having a thousand um, Spotify followers that I have paid for. So I'm glad that I didn't so that I can experience this feeling of having this number, knowing that every single person who is, who is following me, um, loves me and appreciates me and is just so in love with my song. And I think what has made the marketing of this song so easy and so effective is not the words that I'm saying. I have been saying very plain words like new release, (laughs) you know, um, and, you know, not doing any, any sort of like fancy marketing tricks to, um, get people to listen. I am just in love with my song and I put work into being in love with my song. I, in the process of creating it, went through a lot of periods of not loving it and it wasn't what I wanted it to be. I was really nitpicking and, um, you know, feeling frustrated and all of that and had to direct my brain back to love, what I love about it and allowing myself to receive the song and experience it and love it and be able to get it to a place where I, if, if I change anything about the song, it'll change, it'll make it a new song and I don't want it to be a new song. I want it to be this song. Um, and that's a really (laughs) beautiful place to be. And it's also a scary place to be because the producer that I'm working with, um, you know, I feel like I have complete full control of what the song is. Like, I don't have anyone telling me, oh, well, like, this this part, like, having the voice be a bit scratchy here, I don't think that, that will really um, make it a sustainable song or, you know, like, even having um, that sort of guidance of, like, oh, this part... Um, doesn't normally work very well or whatever and things that I probably part of me wants to know um I don't know and um I'm just going based on my own gut and my own um my own feeling and just allowing the song to be different than um what maybe people might be used to and it's a very scary thing and Loving this song has been a choice for me, and when I got to that place where I did really love it, um, sharing it became so much easier, and then experiencing people loving it has felt true and right, and and my brain isn't fighting it as much and being like, oh, well, they're just saying that or, you know, whatever. I'm like, no, I get why they love the song because I love the song. And, like, people are saying that they're, it's, like, stuck in their head. And um, I had a friend say that, like, they're already imagining movie scenes with this song. Um, 
like their movie and I'm like oh my gosh this song is gonna be in a movie and it's so so incredible and it really is um the magic of the love triad at work so that's what I wanted to share with you today is is this concept called the love triad so the love triad is basically three components that are all working together and communicating with each other that um, help you create success in whatever you create, whether it's in art or it's coaching or it's music or it's whatever. If you are consistently working on one of these three components, it'll affect all of the components and just like build on each other to create more and more sustainable success, both emotionally and financially um, in your business. And so here are the three components. The first one is, and by the way, this is something that I taught my Big Bang Mastermind um, yesterday. So this is the shit that I teach the people who are like blowing up in their businesses and in their art and in like like the coolest people in the world. Join the Big Bang Mastermind, just so you know. Um, the waitlist is open, and the next time the door is open will be in September. So go to link in my bio, get on the wait list so that you can um, get all signed up in September and then we start in January of 2023. Um, So do that. So the love triad is this. The first component is love yourself. Second component is love your people. And third component is love what you create or love your offer. It depends on if you're like thinking about it from a coaching lens or from an uh, artistic creative lens. I like love what you create because I think your offers are like a creative expression and um, you are creating something, you are creating something with your clients and all of that good stuff. So love yourself, love what you create, love your people. So what I did with the Big Bang Mastermind yesterday is I asked two questions with each of these components because I really, you know, as much as I love teaching, I love even more getting my um, students to really think for themselves and sink into their own bodies and their own knowings about what these things um, mean to them and um, building that inner authority and truth within themselves because so many of them and and myself included um, have been brought up in um, the, the sea of systematic oppression that takes away our inner authority and gets us to question ourselves and also to um, blindly follow or not blindly follow, but like to um, 
value other people's discernment and what they come up with over what we come up with. And um, so that is something that within the Big Bang Mastermind, we are constantly conditioning and making ourselves the authority and the ones who come up with the definitions, who the ones who come up with the, with the meanings. And um, yeah, so I ask these two questions. What does it look like when you are loving yourself? And what does it look like when you are not loving yourself? So these are two questions that I invite you to be, you know, thinking about having in the back of your mind um, often. Because, and I go back to this often as well, the a big difference between me making $450 uh, a month and feeling like I was struggling in my coaching business to making 10K a month, like literally jumping from making like $400 to consistent 10K, like around 10K months, right? Um, For the remaining, like just consistently, right? Um, Was me deciding to stop being so mean to myself whenever I like failed in a consult or um, a client said yes and then backed out or not hitting my goals. Like I decided to just stop being mean to myself and to love myself and be proud of myself no matter what. But also loving myself also meant um, believing that I was going to hit 10K this month and being willing to fail because deciding to believe that it was going to happen for me felt loving to me because I was taking that risk for myself. It was I was giving myself feelings that um, that felt amazing to me and not believing that, not taking that risk was like, you know, um, letting myself have like lukewarm soup, you know, (laughs) instead of like, no, this is how happy you could be. And this is, mm, this is what is possible for me. So let me actually like step into this right now. Um, so yeah, so this, these are questions. How, what does it look like when I am loving myself? What does it look like when I'm not loving myself? These are questions that I really, really want you to, um, sink into. And we came up with like a huge list in the Big Bang Mastermind about what it meant, but I'm not going to share that with you because I really want you to come up with your own list and um, really reflect on it. But I'll tell you like the main theme is I noticed that the with like with loving yourself, there was a lot of trusting yourself you know, being kind to yourself, seeing yourself in, in the highest light, seeing yourself as the person who has already completed all of the things that you want to do. One of the things that I was 
practicing when I was like practicing loving myself in the release of Honeycomb was like, you know, instead of it being like, oh, this is this like single release and how people um, respond to it will determine my future as an artist. It was like, I know what my future is. I know that I'll be collecting awards and performing on big stages. And how amazing is it that these people who are following me right now get to experience (laughs) the first single, the first drop, right? Like, how fun is that? So that was me loving myself, is deciding who I am and not letting it to be dependent on what the results of, um, like, how many listens I got, right? Or whether my song was picked up by a playlist right away, right? Um, then the second one is loving your people. And I want to be super clear about this one because when we, when we hear that, um, I, I find that our brains like think of like, oh, loving others. And I don't think we have to love others. (laughs) Like there are some people who are just like, who just suck and we just like, don't have to give them a bunch of like compassion and grace and all that stuff. I find that often really, um, amazing people give so much grace to people who, um, don't see them and don't love them. And they just keep pouring this like love and grace into these people. And I think part of it, like when I was doing that, it definitely was coming from trauma. Like, let me love people who don't love me or let me love people who don't see me or, or who misunderstand me. And, um, let me just like keep loving them. But when I say loving your people, I'm talking about my cat oh my gosh loving people who already see you already love you and basically the people who you know are going to be the most touched the most um the most affected by and um have like feel the most impact positive impact from your work So it will be like your dream clients, right? Your dream fans, um, the purse people who you really want to buy your art and who who will just like see so much value in it. That is your people, right? And so I ask these same questions. What does it look like when you are loving your people and what does it look like when you are not loving your people. And I think for me, a big um, uh, indicator of when I'm not loving my people is when I am not thinking about them at all, right? When I am instead thinking about the people who are going to judge me, thinking about, you know, that person from high school who, um, you know, still follows me or, you know, and it's not like, I'm doing anything bad. It's just I'm missing out on an opportunity to love and talk to and think about the people who really do love me, right? Um, So yeah, what does it look like when you are loving your people? What does it look like when you're not loving your people? And then 
loving what you create. And I think loving what you create really is spending time with your offer, with the things that you create, letting yourself receive them, letting yourself actually experience them. I think that often we create things and then just like thrust them out into the world right away and um, don't give ourselves the chance to actually build a relationship with that um, with that thing and you know create a beautiful relationship with it um, and not loving it feels like you know nitpicking um, you know feeling like it's not good enough comparing it right um, I imagine, you know, going on a date with, with the songs that I create or going on a date with my offer and how am I treating it, right? How are my, how am I treating them? Um, and when I think about it that way, I'm like, oh, wow, like there are some ways that I'm like actually really cruel <laughs> to the things that I create and the things that I birth, right? So... Something to think about for yourself. What does it look like when I'm loving what I create? What does it look like when I'm not loving it? And how can I step into a higher love with the things that I create so that when I am, so that I, I can I can be open, more open to other people loving it. So I can be more open to the people, my people loving it, right? And you just create this like beautiful upward spiral of, of love and you feel way less surprised when you have that, you know, big client sign or you um, get asked to perform in this big stage, right? Because that foundation of love has already been created and um, it just keeps building and building and building. So, yay, that is the love triad. It is literally everything. Um, so I'm so excited for you guys to try it out and get working on it. Um, yes, I love you and I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Hi, so if you wanna find out more about working with me, go to the link in my bio. I am available as a coach for either group or one-on-one. I'm available as an artist, a singer, a musician. Um, It is all in the link in my bio. So go check it out and I'll talk to you later.